friends. He's glad in it. Thank you for joining us right where you are. Those who join us live, we thank you for those who come in to join us and also we encourage you that you know you can also bring forth your tithes and your offering as we will celebrate that and concluding our service. But you can do that through our website, www.zionbcpeoria.com. Also, you can download our app uh, that you can also stay connected with us. Amen. We want to join, encourage you to join us to worship and fellowship with, with us right where you are. And we want to welcome you a little something like this. Thank you. 
Joshua, son of Nod, Moses' Moses's assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Mm -hmm. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous, be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Amen. <laughs> 
and the obediency of greater portion of God's blessings. That is why blessed are the poor. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Those blessings come to those who are the least of these, those who are lacking, those who are hurting, but they have their confidence, their faith, their trust in God who's able to change their condition. God showed us this through his son. He was not rich. He was not wealthy. He was not in a high social economic status. Matter of fact, they looked down upon him, talking about he is a common person. Don't we know his brothers and sisters? He's the son of a carpenter. Can anything good come from Nazareth? But God took the foolishness of man and it became wisdom for all. That he sent his son to die on the cross while we see. And so knowing that God can take the least of these and make them the greatest. That's why we grab on to when Jesus tells us for the last shall be first and the first shall be last. The greatest of these is the least of these. The greatest is the servant that serves the most. Who are you serving? And so I want to encourage us as we look at this text, to be recognized as a servant of God, to be recognized as a child of God, will be recognized in our actions and how we live and encourage one another. Joshua, first chapter, verses 1 through 9, we look at this uh, first chapter. Uh, what we are looking at, at verse 9 is dealing with kind of the recognition, the coronation, if you will, uh, the placement of Joshua and the exalted ruler of the people after Moses' death. Then later on, you have the people accepting him, saying, hey, we're going to follow you, we're going to obey you, we're going to believe in you, we're going to do all that good stuff, because you're the man. But before we get there, we want to look at the confidence uh, that Joshua had uh, from not only observing Moses, but also observing what God is doing. Uh, I want to highlight this, this book is named after uh, Joshua, but God is the key character in this text. And so when we look at how God's plan is bigger than you. Notice here, it says that after the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to leave these people, the Israelites across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. Let me highlight how this text reading to us. It's pointing out God talking to Joshua, telling Joshua what God is about to do. Let me help you point out that he's not telling what Joshua, what you're going to do. He's saying this is what I am going to do. That, that's sort of like a, a, a parent telling a child that's in your car saying where we go. The child says where they want to go. But you say, but we're going to go here, and we're going to do this. Then after this is done, we're going back home. Am I talking to somebody here? So he's letting Joshua know that though you think you're big, you're great, and Moses some great things, but you know he didn't do anything without me. Look, look, look what God is saying he's doing here. He says, uh, he spoke to him and says, therefore the time has come for you to lead these people. There is across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I, I want to highlight here to you that he's pointing out to them that 
I am leading you to what I've already given you. I'm taking to you for what I've already done for you. I, I want to encourage you that God has already made plans for you in your life. But if you're not obeying, you're not following his precepts, you're not understanding his instructions, you're missing out on your blessings and what God has for you. Joshua is about to fulfill what was started some 120 years ago. Y'all don't understand, Joshua, uh, Moses lived to be 120 years. Uh, Moses spent 40 years in uh, Pharaoh's house. 40 years running from Pharaoh. 40 years of leading the people in the wilderness. So after 120 years, now it's Joshua's turn. Joshua is now some 80 years old. He's an old man himself. But yet he's experiencing the confidence and the reliability of God. God tells him the time is now. I want to throw this one in for free. I'm not preaching on leadership. But I want to encourage somebody that you want to leave, but it may not be your time. Wait till when God said the time is now. You may have all kinds of people patting you on the back, tell you what you should do. But I want to encourage you, you need to wait to say, well, God tells you what you should do. The promise of God moves without hesitation and without resistance. What God sets in motion cannot be stopped by man. What God has planned will be done. We can participate in God's will, but also you can fight against God's will, or you can also simply miss God's will. Can I give you some examples of how you can participate in God's will? Well, you understand how when Jesus was with the disciples on the heap and they had no food, a little child says, I got a lunch. That child was able to participate in God's will. Jesus was going to feed the people. But now this little boy got, got to be part of God's great miracle of feeding people with his lunch of five loaves and two fish. That, that was a meal for two. That became a meal for 5,000. You can't participate in God's will when you say, Lord, here I am. I have, this is all I got. Will you help me to be a blessing to somebody else? But also you can fight against God's will. And God's will still will be done. Come here, Jonah. We know Jonah very well. Go preach into Nineveh. Jonah says, I'm going the opposite way <laughs> of Nineveh. God sent a wind, a storm after him, and a fish was following the boat. Notice how Jonah ended up on the shore preaching. God's will will be done. But you can fight against it and go through some trials and some tribulations that you would not have to face. If you just did what God asked you to do in the first place. But also we can simply miss God's will. Y'all don't understand this. Uh, but King Saul missed God's will. He said you could have been on the throne. But you decided to disobey me. Sam tells Saul that obedience is better than sacrifice. He missed out by just simply not obeying God's word. One thing is for sure is that God's will will be done with or without you. But we know we'd rather be done with us. That's why Jesus taught us that prayer. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We got to put ourselves in a posture of prayer and say, Lord, thy will be done. Oh, hallelujah. 
God told him how he was going to do what he was going to do. But also God's pointing out that basically the affirmative is, is also going against the negative. That if you don't obey me, you will miss out. Matter of fact, that's why Joshua was leading. Because not only were the children of Israel disobedient, Moses himself was disobedient. Uh, Moses has it recorded this way in Deuteronomy, first chapter, verses 37 and 38. And the Lord was angry with me because of you. I, I laugh at that because Moses got mad at the people. <laughs> so he he's blaming them and says, all y'all fault. I won't make it to the promised land. <laughs> and, and Moses ain't lying, y'all. There they was a handful. Like Moses said, Lord, why are you giving me these people? They, they are some stiffness, some hard-necked people. They are prone for disobedience, but yet Moses loved them. Moses, not even, uh, here's what the verse says. It says, he said to me, Moses, not even you will enter the promised land. Instead, your assistant Joshua, son of Nun, will lead the people into the land. Encourage him, for he will lead Israel as they take possession of it. See, Moses' disobedience suffered him not to enter it into the promised land, along with the children of Israel. Do you understand what happened to Moses, though, before he died? God let him go up to the mountaintop. So basically, when you we, we were blessed to go to Memphis, to the Lorraine Motel, and we recall that Dr. King's last speech in the church, uh, before he passed, it says, I've been to the mountaintop. I may not be there when you get there. But we I've seen the promised land. That's an echo and a reference of Moses, that he saw the promised land. God let him know, you won't get there, but I'm going to let you see the promised land. And so here it is that we can see the, the evidence of God letting us know that sometimes in our lives that when we obedient, we, we may miss out, but yet he can still be a part of the blessing. Oh, thank God for his grace. See, sometimes we, we miss out on everything, but God can help us out that I can give you a taste of something. Mm. That you don't miss it all, but you can see what could have been. Oh, hallelujah. And so now we see here that Joshua is continuing on what God has chosen Moses to do. Only Joshua and Caleb are the only ones that made it out of Egypt into the promised land. It's, it's amazing how Caleb and Joshua were the only two spies out of the twelve that gave a good report of the land flowing with milk in her. And so now God would let Moses many times know that he was angry with them. He's going to destroy them. And so God could have let them go. But Moses loved them. I remember I told you that. Look at Exodus 32 verse 10. It says, now leave me alone so my fierce anger can blaze against them and I will destroy them. Then I will make you, Moses, into a great nation. But Moses prayed, no God, have mercy on them. I know they hard, <laughs> but give them another chance. Moses called on God's grace. And I want to encourage you that in times of us going on this journey, God knows that we're going to mess up. God knows that we are prone to sin. That's why Jesus came to die on the cross for us. I want to encourage you that even though you're headed in the right direction and you stumble and you fall, pick yourself back up. Dust yourself off. Turn to the God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. for Forgive me for my sins. And then ask God to enlighten me and show me the error 
of my ways. Matter of fact, you ought to ask God, show me who I need to remove or what I need to remove so I don't stumble and fall again. I want to encourage you to understand that journeys are not easy. We see the success story. We make life to be like a movie. All it takes is two hours and 30 minutes. Everything's going to turn out all right. But as you know, life just doesn't work that way. It might take 10 years. Lord have mercy. If it takes 40 years, it's going to take whatever it takes. But if God is making it take that long, guess what? You'll be along the ride. So enjoy the journey. We get caught up with the destination. But the journey might be more important than the destination. You might get to your destination, that's a wrap. But the journey might be everything that everybody talks about. And so are you in the right place, in the right position for God to lead you, to put you where you want him to put you? That means you got to be willing to follow his instructions. But here's how we can be encouraged. So I want to give us the backdrop that Moses has died. Joshua was chosen by God. Moses laid his hands on Joshua before God and the witness. So they all have acknowledged that this is a recognized leader. This was done strategically and on purpose to make sure that someone does not rise up and say, I should be the leader. No, 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 no. It went from Moses to Joshua. Clear cut. God's presence came down and acknowledged it and they all understood. They bowed and worshiped. They said, all right, we got it. We're following him. But now Joshua needs to be encouraged by God uh, in taking on this great relationship with the people to be their prophet, to be their leader, to be their judge into the land of Milgundy. Because notice they're about to cross Jordan. If you don't understand what's happening, Jordan is that last barrier. They crossed the Red Sea from trouble. Now they're going to cross the Jordan into promise. That's why he says, I promise you in verse 3, what I promise most, wherever you set foot, you'll be on land I have given you. From the negative wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. Why is that, God? For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you nor abandon you. God's promise that Joshua is being recited here is not the first time Joshua heard this. I want to encourage you that you can know what God means when you can see it more than once. Uh, how do you know that God loves you? I bet you see that in the Bible more than once. The psalmist says that God is full of unfailing love. How do you know about God's grace and mercy? You've seen it more than once. How do you know that Jesus rose from the grave? They say it more than once. And so I want to encourage you that if God repeats something, it might be something that you want to take a note of. It might be something you won't mind remembering. It might be something you won't, not, you won't mind highlighting it in your Bible, writing it down in your Bible, and having a favorite Bible verse that says, you know what? He says this a lot. I want to have this hidden in my heart that I might not sin against him. In Deuteronomy 31, uh, God says that to Joshua. 
God promised Moses in the same way that he promised Joshua. God's promise to Moses was that everything your foot touches, the land I'll be giving to you. What he says to Moses, he now says to Joshua. God is leading you to where he wants you to be. Just walk on the promise. I'm, I'm talking to you. God is leading you where he wants you to be. Just walk on his promise. I, I, I'm talking to you. Y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all heard me. Some of y'all said, Amen. God is leading you where he wants you to be. All you gotta do is walk on his promise. I, I was at a few more witnesses. Like, come here, like, come here, talk to me. Like, uh, you remember Peter? Yeah, Peter was on the boat and it was rocking and, and Jesus was walking on the wall and they thought they saw a goat. Yeah, 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 that, that's right, that's right. And oh, oh like, let me talk to y'all. And, and, and he said, Jesus, if it's you, say, come and I come. Well, Peter was walking on his promise. He wasn't walking on water because you can't walk on water. Y'all, y'all don't hear me. He was walking on his promise. He said, come. All of a sudden, what was wet became solid. And he was walking on the promise of God. I want to encourage you that God can change things in your life. Well, somebody tell you can't do But God says you can. Just walk on that promise. So just as the promise he gave to Moses, he gave to Joshua, I'm encouraging you, he's giving you that same promise. God is leading you where he wants you to be. But are you walking on his promise? Your life is in God's hands who cannot fail. Here's the beautiful thing about being in God's hands. You've seen those movies when people are falling off cliffs and they say, grab my hand. Right? And it's like just like too far away that they can't grab that hand. And the reason why they don't want to let go because they hold on to something already. I, I got hold of something, but if I let go of this to grab your hand, I'm not sure that you can hold it. I'm not sure that you can catch it. I'm not sure that you will be able to do what you're saying you can do. So I might hold on to this just a little bit longer as I think, can I make it up there for you to grab my hand? But yet, if you are falling and you're holding on to something, if you are already in God's hand, you can let go and find out you won't fall. Because <laughs> God already got you. See, sometimes we are resting on our strength and think this is what I got to do, but not understanding that God brought you here. Mm. So you, when you give up and you give out, God's already got. That's why we like that poem about the footsteps. What about those steps when I'm all by myself? That's when I was carrying you, my sister. All the time you thought you were doing it all by yourself. Not knowing that God always had you a leg up. God always had you lifted up. God always had you propped up because God knew that you couldn't make it on your own. So God tells us, I won't abandon you. I won't let you go. And y'all remember Peter? Once Peter saw the winds and took his eyes off Jesus, uh, he wasn't walking on his word anymore. Peter saw and realized, like, this ain't right. You're not supposed to be walking on water. <laughs> the winds come. And he says, Jesus saved me. Notice what happened, right? Jesus saved him. He's our Savior. Even when we are progressing and doing what we ought to do, there's times that we become weak. There's times that we lose focus. There's times that we fall. But if we call on the name of the Lord, your obedience impacts your experience. Joshua 
obeying God, got to see amazing things. Look what he's telling him. That if you just trust me, you will not be defeated. Join me in verse 6 and 8. It says, be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead the people to possess all the land I swore to the ancestors. I will give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them turning either to the right or to the left, then you will be successful in what? In everything you do. I'm going to stop right there. Look, look what he's telling him, not only once, but twice. Be strong and courageous. I, I want you to know that if you obey what Moses gave, and what Moses gave him is what he gave the people. Moses wrote down the instructions of the law, and they kept it in the ark of the covenant. And and look what happens here, that Joshua, now you've got privileged uh, possession that you can do what nobody else can do. Only certain people go into the Ark of the Covenant and get the book. But you're my chosen one, representing my people, and in order for you to be right, you got to get right. So you got to spend some time in my word. Can I talk to you for a moment? Have you spent some time in his word? Have you spent some time and notice how his time had to be. Couldn't be just part of the day. He says all day. Day and night. He let him know that throughout the day you need to be in this world. You need to study this world. I, 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 I've seen uh, uh, people work and study. And my, my wife was studying and I saw her day and night in the book. Reading the book because you got to study the past, y'all. And so in the process that we see here, Josh was saying, I got to study to lead these people. Because the Moses, I, I saw him, but I got to get it for myself. Y'all don't hear me. Uh, you, you can walk with people to church, but you got to get it for yourself. You, you can't just walk around with the Bible, but the Bible's not in you. You got to open up that Bible, let that Bible get in. You got to chew on it. You got to meditate on it. You got to spend some time on it. You got to wrestle with it. You got to allow it to beat you up and let it talk about yourself. Come here. Let me talk about myself for a moment. I love Jesus. This is me. I love Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love all your people. But I'm going to talk about everybody like a dog in school. Talk about how ugly they are, how bad they are, how dumb they are, how stupid they are. But you know, I love you, Jesus. Then I read in my Bible, say, how you love me, whom you don't see? And hate your brother whom you don't. I, I don't hate them. Well, you're not talking love towards them. You're not talking grace towards them. You're not talking peace towards them. I started crying. Lord, forgive me. Then God took me to James, third chapter, and said, how cursing and blessing coming out the same mouth. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I love singing your praises, but I do like cursing. Help me out, oh God. He had to change me. I got convicted from reading, but I had to be in the Word in order to get convicted. Otherwise, I'm going to keep on living like a hypocrite. You say, he don't love Jesus. I see how he is. See, when we love him, his Word changes us, transforms us, and changes our character. So back in the day, my first day, I'd be able to talk bad about you. But now i got to learn how can I say something positive, don't say nothing at all. That's a change of character. Those words still come in my mind. i got to say, Lord, later on, forgive me, Lord. I was about to say something. But I thank God they saved me. Some of y'all, y'all been saved. Y'all never messed up. That's good for y'all. But I daily need God's grace and his mercy to help me. That's why i got to be in his word. 
That's why I listen to his worship music and times of praise. I got to make sure I keep myself centered on him. Joshua had a study on God's word day and night. He could not deviate and turning either to the left nor to the right. And notice what he says, that if you study my word, you study my, my instructions, you will be prosperous. Now, I'm, I'm going to highlight here uh, that I, I'm not talking about that whatever you do, you're going to be wealthy and rich and famous. No, uh, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is that you will be fruitful of what God called you to do. Joshua did not become rich and famous. Matter of fact, Joshua had a hard job, but yet he took it on because it was serving God. He endured a hardship because it served God. And oftentimes in our lives, when we do what God calls, that's when we find peace. That's when we find joy. Because we're doing what God calls, and not because you can get your names on lights and get your names on plaques, get your names put on walls. But when your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you're going to find out when this earth has been burnt up and washed away and he makes a new heaven and a new earth. You're not going to be talking about how many Cadillacs you had. You're not going to be talking about how big your house used to be. But you're going to wonder, where is my house now? Is it up there in heaven? Y'all don't hear me. You will understand that I want to be alive and be able to say, when I see Jesus. Amen. God's word is our encouragement. God's word is our strength and victory. Verse 8 says, study this book of instructions continually, meditate on it day and night, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then, only then, will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Last command he gives. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you where? Wherever you go. Remember I alluded to Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. Joshua was reminded of God's promise he gave to Moses. What it says there in Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, when Moses had finished giving these instructions to all the people of Israel, he said, I am now 120 years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has told me you will not cross the Jordan River, but the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy the nations living there, and you will take possession of their land. Joshua will lead you across the river, just as the Lord promised. The Lord will destroy the nations living in the land, just as he destroyed Shion and Og, the kings of the Amorites. The Lord will hand over to you the people who live there, and you must deal with them as I have commanded you. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. And do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. I read that to help highlight again that we have confidence in God because he has shown us he will do what he said. Remember I said that if you see it in the Bible more than once, it's letting you know that it's going to happen. Let me help you out about repetition here. When Jesus was being crucified, the Bible tells us that there was two criminals going up there with him. One was mocking him and calling him out. 
saying you healed yourself, you healed others once you healed yourself. Matter of fact, take us down with you. But the other one said, don't you know who he is? He said, Father, remember me. Here's what Jesus said. He said, verily, verily, or amen, amen, or truly and truly. Why? He said it twice. When you say it twice, it is a validation. Is that I said it, let me say it again. If you didn't hear me the first time, I'm going to emphasize it on the second time. Verily, verily, I say on this day, you'll be with me in paradise. That's why, without a shadow of a doubt, we understand that that criminal lived a criminal's life, but he died in heaven. Because Jesus made it clear that I said, verily, verily, I say unto you on this day. Oh, glory be to God. I want to highlight that if God says something more than once, I want you to know it's going to be done. He lets you know that I will never leave you nor forsake you. You've seen that same thing here in this text. That's why David said, right, I was young, now I'm old. But I never see, I've never seen your seed begging nor neglected. You never leave us nor forsake us. We understand that God, your mercy is everlasting. Here it is that Joshua is being told by God, you're about to cross Jordan. I want you to know that the victory has already been won. All you got to do is walk. He said everything your foot touches is yours. <laughs> You're about to see a land you've never seen before, but it's yours. Every place I take you, it's yours. No matter what's before you, I can't remove them. You don't got to worry and be scared about anybody. Because as long as I am with you, it's yours. He let them know. He said, as long as you live, everything's going to be all right. I'm getting excited as I think about how as long as you live. Because anybody here want to live forever? Because for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That whomsoever believes shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So as long as you live. Anybody here walking with Jesus? Anybody here talking with Jesus? Anybody here glad that you know him as your own? I'm here to say as long as you live. Everything you go, every place you go, know that God is with you as long as you live. Death cannot defeat you. The bread cannot capture you as long as you live. Why am I living? I'm living because Jesus is alive. He is seated on the throne. Good day now, children. May the Lord bless you real good. But let me help you while I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus is Greek. Jesus is Greek for this Hebrew Joshua. Joshua means the Lord saves. Jesus took it to a whole other level when he came in flesh. God himself. And he was born in the Roman Empire. Took on a Greek name. They call him Jesus. We know him as Emmanuel. We know him as a lily in the valley. We know him as a line of the tribe of Judah. We know him as the Alpha and the Omega. The first and the last. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is Lord. He is King. He is God all by himself. Anybody here glad that you can say, as long as I live, I got my eyes on Jesus. He is my helper. He is my strength. He is my all in all. As long as I live, I know I will not perish. I will not die. 
I'm going to leave you alone, but let me tell you that Jesus says, I am the life and the resurrection. Though you believe me, yet you shall. Oh, y'all didn't hear it. Let me hear you say, yet you shall. Oh, oh, come on, let me come on. Yet you shall. So as long as you live, you got power. You got victory. So be strong and courageous. God is with you. Where is God? Everywhere. Everywhere I go, God is with me. So you got to go back to your job on Monday, and they got to get on your last nerves, but let them know God is with me. You got to go somewhere, and they're going to try you out, but you can call on Jesus. Lord, have mercy. You might get a bad phone call from somebody saying things ain't looking good, but as long as he lives. God knows you're going to mess up, so you don't have to worry about trying to be perfect. But just humble yourself. Acknowledge your sins. Say, Lord, forgive me. And allow that word to permeate it, hit your soul, penetrate your soul, so that you will turn to follow after and return towards him. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Lord, that you are God, and that you are God alone. Forgive the times of God we made it more about ourselves than all about you. But Lord, we thank you that you never left us, nor forsake us. God, you carried us. You held us. You kept us, Lord, when we could not keep ourselves. You protect us from dangers unknown to us, unseen to us. God, you provided for us better than we have. Thank you, Lord, that your promise will be kept. Your promise will be fulfilled. Uh, because, Lord, in, in Jesus, a yes and an amen. And so, Father, we surrender to you right now. And Lord, there might be someone who does not know Jesus as a Lord and Savior. Uh, Father, I pray that they can confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins and he defeated death, rising from the grave on the third day. And the Lord, then he later exalted and now is seated at the right hand of you in majesty, interceding on our behalf. Lord, I pray that they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart and you will lead them to a Bible believing, preaching, teaching church where they can be baptized and have the fellowship of the communion with the saints. Oh, Father, move as only you can, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. As we continue on the worship here, we've concluded for those who join us online. We're prepared to give God his tithes um, and his offering. You're able to also give your tithes and offering online on our website, www.zionbcpeoria.com. Also, you can download an app and stay connected with us through the website on the app on your uh, iOS or your Android device. Uh, let us pray for we prepare to give God his tithes and our offerings. Father, Lord, we freely give back to you what already belongs to you, Lord, as to bless those who have the gifts to give, bless those who have desire to give and yet have not. Lord, we ask you to multiply it and increase it for the evangelizing, Lord, the preaching of your gospel, clothing of the naked, the feeding of the hungry, and visiting of the sick and the shutter and in prison. In Jesus Christ's name, Lord, we pray. We thank you from whom all blessings flow. Amen? Amen. 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 You may come forward. God bless you.